It's been a scorching week this week here in the northeast of England, and uh, it's been record-breaking temperatures as well in Scotland. Glencoe is 26, according to the the weather forecast that I've had a look at just now, and uh, it's pretty warm out there. So I thought I would try and stay cool and. Uh, do a little recording before the end of the month, which isn't that far away. July is just round the corner. And um, I thought I would start off with a bit of housekeeping about what's been going on with the website. Um, progress on the website has sort of slowed a bit. Uh, a lot of the main work has kind of been done recently, but I managed to get one or two technical issues sorted out. Uh, the secure... SSL um, statuses of the site. I've managed to plug a few holes. There was one or two pages that weren't behaving themselves. Uh, search the websites so when you were coming up. Uh, Chrome, Google Chrome was saying, you know, not secure. Anyway, I managed to sort it out, sort that out with a rather good plugin which I will recommend. It's called Really Simple SSL. This is for WordPress sites. So if you are moving your site over to uh, SSL encryption, I would really recommend you use this because it cuts out a lot of the work. Um, anyway, it's Really Simple SSL. Um, if you just type that into the plugin search uh, in WordPress, you will come up with that, and it, it sorts out an awful lot of things. Uh, there's more details on that on that page, but I'll uh, I'll mention it again. It's really simple SSL, um, and it's it saved me a, a lot of work going around and fiddling with uh, settings and code and all sorts of things, which is uh, a bit of a pain. The other thing that's been sorted out is the welcome to the website page, which has had a bit of a, a lick of paint and been improved. There's still a bit more in the way of text improvements on that page, but basically the welcome to the website uh, page is a post, which I've added, which is sort of like a, an overview that if people are just sort of like arriving on the site and they want to get an idea of what I do and what the site's about some of the information or a lot of the information is on there and then they can click on other areas of the website um, it's been long overdue having that uh, done I managed to get the Instagram plugin uh, sorted out and that is still working although I did have one or two issues with it um, earlier in the month when um, I was having one or two problems which I managed to sort out but I managed to knock out the fix that the the nice people at Elf Site had done. Anyway, fortunately, I had a backup on the site, and I was able to reinstall that. And hey presto, it's working again. So it just goes to show that you know having a decent backup of your website is handy. You know it will save you an awful lot of heartache and work if you can just go back to uh, a version the previous day or you know a couple of days ago and get everything working and touch wood the website's working fine again now um it's just every now and again a problem will come up that you need, that you need to solve um anything else on the website side i don't think so um like i say it's been quite quiet with the site i've added one one or two uh improvements to the menu but nothing really important so 
I'll have to have a think about you know where I want to take the site. I've got one or two things that I do want to do with the gallery sort out. A lot of the galleries um, have a lot of pictures in them, and I want to try and sort of like break them down to make the galleries a bit more accessible. But how exactly I'm going to do that, I've got to have a think about. So that's the next job. But overall, I'm quite pleased with the progress of the site this year. It's come together quite nicely. Um, Instagram. It's been another frustrating month uh, with this. Um, I've been documenting this each month in this podcast, and I'm just finding it really, really frustrating to a certain extent. I actually filled out a survey that Instagram sent me and just mentioned a few of these um, problems, you know, that you have a tendency to have followers who, like I've said before, in the previous podcasts, they click on you to follow you, you follow back because you find their work interesting and then they unfollow you. Um, it seems as though, you know, it's a strategy just so that they keep their uh, the amount of people that they are following those sort of like numbers down but it's, you know, it's, it's I don't know, it just seems a, a very, very uh, rude way of doing things in its social, social network Funnily enough, Instagram was being mentioned uh, recently about being the worst social network for young people's mental health. Um, probably because, you know, photography has that capability of lying and people project their perfect lives, which of course aren't perfect, but people look at the pictures and see that they're immaculate. They don't realise, you know, that they probably spent about half an hour being lit or... Uh, having uh, makeup placed on them to make them look absolutely fantastic, uh, but people don't people don't see that. So uh, you know, it's I'm finding Instagram very, very, very frustrating from a number of points. I enjoy using it, and I actually said that in the survey. But there are a lot of things that uh, that could make it better. So I'm down to 293 followers, which is down in the last two or three days by about three or four. Um, I'll have a check about that later and, and, and see. And uh, But, you know, the way that I see it is if, you know, you follow me, I follow back. You know, a lot of nice people, people who are, you know, interested in the work will continue. But a lot of these people who seem to be clicking through to follow you don't seem to be interesting they're just on a numbers game really to see how many people they can collect which of course we all probably know people who do that on on Facebook so Instagram is still a work in progress the number of posts or number of images placed on there is 788 so it's creeping up to about 800 and at the moment I'm sticking some uh, work from Scotland on um, which is going down going down well one of the major improvements from me stopping not only using uh, mobile uh, just mobile images I decided in December that I was going to start uploading regular photography work um, anyway that's that's paid off because there's a lot more likes and there's a lot more uh, people viewing the work and liking the work so that's that's getting rid of that restriction of just saying you know mobile was a good move I should have made it should have made it earlier but 
we will see how things go over the year. I would like to end the year, I would like to end 2018 over 300. 301, 303, I've even added up to about 310 at one point, but it um, just keeps on dropping off. Uh, the numbers just keep on dropping off for followers, so if we stay around the 300, I suppose that'll, uh, that'll, that'll do. Work in progress, like I say, onto the links. The first link I'm going to mention, both of these two links are sort of um, related in a way because they cover a period of time, um, you know, where the photographers were, were working. In this case, it's 1984 and 1990, between 1984 and 1990, Photo Gallery in Cardiff invited 10 photographers, including David Bailey and Paul Rees, to document the life and landscape of the South Wales valleys during a time of great change. A lot of the industries and things were closing down, mining, etc, etc. And Photo Gallery on the 40th anniversary, uh, which is this year, are putting on an exhibition which tells the story of how the organisation has developed uh, over 40 years. And it's uh, page on BBC Wales um, fantastic series of black and white images taken by a variety of photographers David Bailey uh, Paul Rees John Davies who's a very very good landscape photographer I've got one of his books I really should get some more but um, large format um, photographer uh, in 1984 he was commissioned to photograph uh, some of the industrial landscapes uh, in Wales, but he's, he's worked in various other different places as well. So there's a fantastic um, collection of images there, and I believe that's on at the moment. I believe. Um, but I'll put all of the links and everything for that, and photo gallery on the, the, the links page. The next um link is from New York Times of all places uh it's one of the american news websites which is still working a few of the others like the la times are currently not available since the privacy laws internet privacy laws came through the gdpr uh came through from the eu and came became active in late may you literally just go along to the LA Times website and you get nothing, or you certainly did less time. I can't imagine. It's even been a BBC News story this week about how they still haven't uh, got things sorted out over there. Um, but anyway, the New York Times is still um, functioning, thank goodness, and because uh, their photography blog is very, very good. And this is Tish Merthyr, who was a photographer. Sadly, she died in in 2013 but her daughter Ella is currently um, promoting her, her mother's work which you know is a fantastic job um, she's doing a fantastic job um, she spearheaded a limited edition book based on some of uh, Merthyr's photography and there is a exhibition 
on at the Photographer's Gallery in London, which goes through to October the 14th. And it is a retrospective of Tish Merthyr's uh, photography works, 1976 to 1991. So she was in uh, working in Newcastle and various different places. Uh, she went down to initially she started, you know, photographing in uh, in in Newcastle, and then later on she uh, she ended up working in other areas of uh, the country. And a lot of these images are from a series, 1978 series, called Ellswick Kids, uh, which led to her getting a government-funded position as a community photographer in Newcastle. And in 1981, her work was directly addressed in the House of Commons. The North East, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, was very industrialised. Uh, coal, steelworks... And a lot of that industry went in the in the at the end of the nineteen seventies. It is really started in the sixties, but by the nineteen seventies and nineteen eighty early nineteen eighties, it has accelerated to a point where a lot of these industries were ter uh, closing down. And in fact, where I actually live is an old steelworks town. Um, a fifth of the population in nineteen eighty decided that they were leaving. Um, considerable amount of people purely on the basis you know that the the steelworks had gone and there was uh, nothing else to replace it so you've got to go somewhere else and, and try and find work and really uh, the northeast was sort of yeah left I suppose is the best word um, it was seen as a consequence of economic policies to get the country back on you know cannon fodder I suppose you could argue if you're going to be political about it but there wasn't anything really put in, put in place to try and help people uh, rebuild their lives and it's just remarkable that um, you know the North East and Wales and um, various other different places have managed to put themselves together and Tish Merthyr's work sort of like addresses that you know these are communities which are ignored and poverty is everywhere but people still get on with their lives and, and try their best so it's a fantastic set of images and if you are down in London anywhere near the photographer's gallery I would certainly recommend that you go along and see this work it is absolutely fantastic so those are the two links like I say they are sort of very similar in style and very similar in um, in the subject matter that they cover, but absolutely fantastic photography, documentary photography. That is it for this month. I will be back in July. I'm working on July having two podcasts, if possible. The first one is going to be a sort of like podcast special, slightly different to the book one that I did earlier in the month. And then uh, the second one will just be a regular recording. So until then, thanks a lot for listening and I will see you next month.